Hello, this is Tom Williams, and you are listening to Talk Theater in Chicago. I have a very special guest today. I saw, I was at Victory Gardens last week and saw Disconnect, uh, a play that I thought was terrific, and it has a South Asian cast. And there was one young man in the cast who was fantastic. And five minutes into the show, I said to myself, this is going to be my next interview. So say hello to DeBargo Samuel. Hi there. Very happy to be here. Great. Tell us about Disconnect. It's a, it's a so totally different piece of theater. Yes. Um, Disconnect is a play written by Anupama Chandrasekhar. Uh, Why am I glad you know how to say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, she is a uh, South Asian female playwright. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lives in South India. She was born there, raised there, and still currently lives there as we speak um, uh, in Chennai. India, to be exact. That's way in the south, isn't it? It's way yeah. in the south, yeah. exactly. It's um, uh, southern India. And um, this is a play that she wrote uh, about four or five years ago. Um, and it received its world premiere in London at the Royal Courts Theatre exactly three years ago. And um, we are now here at Victory Gardens today doing the... Um, the American premiere of, of the play, which is really exciting, um, especially because uh, Chicago is referenced um, quite a bit in the play, as, as you it know. Sure, and she has a Chicago and an Illinois connect, right? Because she went to grad school. She you? absolutely yeah. did. She she got her, her master's um, at a U of I, I believe, Urbana-Champaign. I believe yes, is yeah. where she went to grad school. Um, so, so that is her connection to Illinois and to Chicago. And I, I'm guessing that's why Chicago is, um, the city she kind of chooses to reference throughout the play. And, and she was very accurate about Chicago. I've lived all my life and, and I'm one of those, if you get it wrong, I gotta say, it's like if you have the stripes the wrong way in an army uh-huh. uniform, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I'm sure she'll be happy to hear that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, right. So here we are doing the U.S. premiere of the play and it is about a call center in Chennai, India. And uh, it follows the story of three young call center operators who are, um, they're the super collectors at this call center. And what that means is they are the ones who are the most adept at closing the deal in collecting debt. So this isn't your uh, call up Microsoft uh, if you're, something's wrong with your computer. No, no, no. This is absolutely support. not. No, no, no. Th- these are debt collectors. and th- Which is a real skill. It is a real skill. Yeah. It is yeah. absolutely a real skill. And all of us who have been in debt or are still carrying debt know um, <laughs> how much of a skill yeah, it is for the that, people at the other been end. Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, so these three young collectors um, are really good at what they do. But what um, Anupama does so wonderfully is um, she paints this portrait of what it is like for them to be in contact with people on the other side of the planet who um, have a lot of resources, their lives in America, compared to um, some of their lives in India. Uh, uh, my character is from actually a small village called Tanjore. He's he's a village boy. Um, he doesn't have all of the things that all of the people he's speaking to on the phone have. And um, yet they're the ones who are in debt, and they're the ones who are living these lives that um, that uh, 
are putting them in the red. <laughs> and so here we are trying to do our jobs. And in the process, we start imagining what it would be like to be there and wanting that. And um, through a series of events that I don't want to spoil, uh, we get, well, my character in particular kind of gets himself into trouble. He gets a bit too far with um, imagining and wanting and hoping for things that um, are out of his reach, but he uh, still goes for it anyway and gets into a lot of trouble. Yeah, and one of the brilliant things about the writing and, and the way you guys delivered it is as a collector, you can't sound like you're from India or from Philippines or sure. Russia or any. You have to sound like the guy next door. Yes. And and that's a skill that uh, that you guys carried off quite well. Good. And your character, even in his own mind, kind of became an American. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, he uh, starts to go a bit too far with... Um, with his skills and his confidence, he is very good at having at having the American accent that these young Indians have to put on for their jobs, and he uses that to um, varying effect um, and varying purposes. Um, and I think that uh, it gets him into sticky situations that he doesn't quite realize until they start to snowball out of control and affect everyone around him. And there's another, there's a subtext in the show too about generations of, of Indians too with your, with your boss. Tell us a little about that. Yeah, there is um, a character in the play named Avinash who is um, uh, our 40-something supervisor character at the call center. And he kind of represents... Um, old school India and the, the generation of our parents. And, um, there are a lot of really wonderful things that the playwright does to kind of show the disconnect, if you will, between old school India and India of today that is so affected by globalization and by social media and by technology, um, that was not part of my parents' generation. Um, and I mean, that's true all over the world. It's true. In, in in the United States, but it must right. really be severe in India, sure, and probably sure. China too. Right, yeah. right. Um, yes, uh, because you know th there are uh, parts of India that um, uh, are are not even privy to some of some of the some of the advantages and some of the resources that people in the United States have. So the way that social media and technology has changed all that and just the modern world has um has been really wild to see and how rapidly it has taken over the whole planet really yeah that's true and uh, so maybe there'll be a there'll be a, a south asian uh spring like the arab spring <laughs> right you never know <laughs> yeah that's that's interesting um so uh, you're you're you guys are collecting yes and, we are collectors yeah and uh i don't know if uh if the playwright uh has been a collector, but she certainly sounded accurate from my negative experience with that. <laughs> you know, I mean, calling them marks and and yeah. uh, trying to get a little little out of them and calling them constantly calling them back to sort of program them to uh, mm -hmm. rearrange things. I think, like like any good playwright, Anupama did did her research. Um, she uh, she has been to. 
um, a number of call centers in Chennai, you know, when she was researching this play, when she oh, was writing it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, she was even talking about how she would like go to, um, like coffee houses, like, you know, the Starbucks equivalent in, in Chennai. And she would hear these young, these young collectors with, pretty amazing american accents just speaking that way outside of work too see i wouldn't being ignorant of that uh and having my experience being some of the heavy accented people that you get in support uh-huh, that, to yeah. me it was a little bit of a stretch that that they would be as articulate but that's accurate that is so they really is. spend the time teaching because they know that's the key to it yes there's there's extensive extensive training that is involved in accent reduction we actually had one rehearsal uh for this show where we watched a documentary on youtube um which any of you can can access if you're curious uh which was all about the training involved in getting getting these call center workers well, have to, to sound american up, yeah. oh okay yeah um and it's really fascinating and so with the the three young characters in our play uh they show varying degrees of of how strong they're able to drop their indian accent and i think my character is written as the one who is the most adept at sounding american yeah unless you wanted to mostly in internal talk among yourselves right you never once to my ear right ever did sound like anything but a, but a kid from chicago you even right. had the the sort of chicago dialect oh though. good yeah. good that's yeah. good to hear that's yeah, good to hear very much excellent yeah and this is my first time in Chicago, so it's is good it? to know that. <laughs> well, everything you said about locations and things were were accurate if you haven't experienced them yet. I actually, one of my castmates in the show, uh, Bezad, a fantastic actor who plays Geary in the show, he took me on a quick mini tour of Chicago oh, where he good. pointed out the things that I refer to in the play oh. just so that he was like, uh, you should know what you're talking about. So um, he was really great in taking me on a mini tour and pointing out that's millennium park and that's state street and so i actually know what i'm saying which was really wonderful wow that's that's terrific yeah, yeah. um so tell us uh, about what you think of chicago audiences and how they differ for, i know you have extensive experience in new york mm-hmm. yeah. um well, th- yeah. So this is this is my very first time in Chicago, and this is my very first play I've ever done in Chicago. And um, the first thing I, I noticed, the first difference that I noticed is um, that we do these post-show discussions after every single performance, which I believe is much more of a norm in Chicago than it is in New York. Yeah, there's an awful lot of them here. Yeah, yeah there isn't an awful lot in New York. Um, Interesting. It's, it's, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's much more of um, a... Uh, it happens every now and then, but it happens much, much, much more in Chicago from what I'm seeing. And the the remarks and thoughts and observations that we've been getting in the post-show discussions have been really fascinating and have really kind of... Um, particularly during our preview period, really informed um, a lot of a lot of the the work that we were doing during previews in terms of fine tuning and polishing the piece. And um, so we're, our audiences are kind of hip then. They're, they're, they're I savvy, would say huh? Chicago theater audiences are very savvy and 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 very smart and um, thoughtful in in their responses to the work that, that they see. And um, that has been a real joy to take part in. Uh, do you get a lot of people that stay for these talkbacks? Yeah. I mean, so so far, you know, we're, we're, we're still in like the first half of our mm-hmm. run right now. But, um, but so far, yeah, the, the, the people who stay, um, obviously the people who do stay for these post-show discussions are, are people who 
want to hear what other people think or want to say something themselves or share an observation of, for, for themselves. So I feel like by, by kind of, um, default, the people who do stay are, you know, observant and smart, um, and have, um, uh, that's art, good to hear. To articulate. It, it, it's it. Hopefully, you won't get anybody that that wants to attack. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but you know, even even that, you know, I feel like um, any sort of response is a good response. I think I think the most boring thing could be is if you uh, you at the end of the play you have no response, positive or negative. Yeah, and and I know actors on stage really relate to. They like the response all the way through. Isn't yeah, that, isn't for sure. That, yeah, that's for sure. It can that it kind of um, fuels you. I feel like that's one of the things I love about about doing theater. Um, I've you know I've I've been fortunate to do a lot of film and television work as well. And the the major difference between film and television and theater is that. Um, you don't have that live audience, you know, with film and television, you shoot something and then it's just shot in front of, you know, the people who are on the crew. And then you have to wait a few months, maybe a year before it airs on television or ends up in movie theaters. Whereas in theater, the audience is right there as you're doing it. And you're doing it in order too. Yes. Yes. And doing it in order totally, which helps, which helps instead of out of order. Well, Um, you're, you're guessing my questions. That's great. Oh, am I? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That was one of my questions. Uh Um, Let's go back to your character. One of the things that I thought was outstanding is the way you balanced the different accents and mm-hmm. the different emotions and, mm-hmm. and 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 it was it was quite a journey how do you prepare for that how do i prepare for that well um i have to give credit to our awesome director and filmer who did a really fantastic job. She is terrific. I know Anne. Yes. She's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. She did. Um, it was, you know, my first time meeting her and working with her. And, um, she did a really wonderful job of, um, finding, uh, ways to calibrate each character's journey throughout the play. And, um, every, if you think about it, I'll, all of the characters, um, particularly the, the three youngsters, kind of go through very. Um, uh, it's like a roller coaster for, for especially for your character. I mean, you go from from being this hip, smart uh, kid that's just he just loves this game. He gets on, he gets the mark, and he just maneuvers them vocally uh, so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to him reaching uh, almost insanity. Yeah. It's, it's quite, it's quite, quite a ride. It's quite a ride. Um, and, uh, so Anne was wonderful in that regard. And also, um, and also I, I, I think I have four fantastic castmates, um, Bezad Dabu, who plays Giri and, uh, Minita Gandhi, who plays Vidya. Yeah. They're both terrific as the young. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they play the other two young collectors alongside me. And then Kamal Hans, who plays Avinash, our supervisor and Arya Dare, who plays Jyoti, who is Kamal's younger female boss. Um, and, uh, you're only as good as your scene partners as an actor, you know, and uh, I have four fantastic scene partners. So that helps, too. Yeah. And w- one of the other things that I thought was terrific is the way you quickly went from one accent to the other, which was really like one character to the other in yeah. the same face and the same body. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, that yes, the a lot of a lot of moments in the play happen 
over the phone um, because, you know, we are collectors in a yeah. call center. And so we have these phone calls throughout the play where obviously the audience doesn't see who we're speaking to, but or we, here they don't hear anything or yeah. exactly, yeah. or they don't hear yeah. what the, the caller on the other end is saying. But, um, all of us at the call center, we have to, um, we have to speak to them accordingly. Um, uh, and whether that means flipping an accent back and forth or, um, uh, referring to things in Chicago, for example, that like I have this one, one caller who I speak to who says, uh, oh, I lived on such and such avenue. And then I have a quick moment where I, I hop online and I look it up and I'm like, oh, I live just two blocks away on, uh, Br Bryn Mawr Avenue. Right. So like, you know, you have mm -hmm. to, it has to be what these callers do, what these collectors do in real life, which is thinking on your feet. Yeah. And that, but as an actor to, for your switching <clears throat> around. Because mm -hmm. I've talked to you and we're talking now and you don't sound like you're from South Asia. No, no. So uh, you, did you have to learn the accent? Um, I, I, I mean, I'm good. I have a good ear. Okay. So, so yes, obviously that, uh, an Indian accent is not my natural speaking mm -hmm. voice. I was, um, I was born and raised in Rochester, New York. Okay. So, um, uh, an Indian accent is not my natural accent. Um, well, sometimes if your parents might be, you know. Right. So, so my, so, um, my, my dad, for example, is from Calcutta. Okay. And, um, when he first came here, uh, he did have, um, a much stronger accent than he does now. So I did grow up to, um, an extent, you know, listening to an mm -hmm. Indian accent, but even now my dad's accent is a lot more watered down than it was when he first immigrated to the States. Um, but, uh, I think all of us in the cast, we've all played a multiple of, of varied nationalities and ethnicities. And so you have to, as an actor, it's part of your job to have a good ear, um, to be able to pick up dialects and accents. Um, you know, whether it's Iranian or, or Afghani or, um, New Yorkian, Puerto Rican, like, you know, like mm -hmm. you just have to have the facility for that. Um, and that's no different with an Indian accent. Well, that's that, that. That's interesting to hear because I, I wasn't sure about that because you're you know you're new to Chicago and yeah yeah I I sure hope this isn't going to be your your last performance here. You know, oh, that's so nice show. of you to say. Yeah. I'd love to come back to Chicago yeah. at some point. Well, I think Steppenwolf or the Goodman uh, would probably be looking because they all come see these shows. Oh, okay, and, great. And I I really think you're you're the entire cast was good, but I thought you were absolutely outstanding. That's so nice of you yeah. to say. Thank yeah. you. And, no, it's 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 accurate. But let's talk about some of your. Other. Oh, by the way, let's give a commercial for the show. Yes. Victory Gardens uh, Theater at the at the Biograph on Lincoln Avenue. And what days you run? Uh, we run Tuesday through Sunday. Um, we have evening performances Tuesday through Saturday, and then matinees on Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon. And we run through Sunday, February twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Okay. Be sure and get over to see it. It's it's, it's totally different, and it and it's. Just an outstanding uh, show. Uh, uh, it, it it covers a lot. It does. In, in, it does. A, in an hour forty five. It is it exhausting doing a a, a one act like this that's yes. so intense. The answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Uh. Uh. uh most. Uh, mostly because I, I, um, I don't get to leave the stage very often. No, you're, yeah, you're pretty much on, <clears throat> occasionally you run off to change shirts or something, but exactly, that's about it, right? Exactly. Good yeah. eye. Good yeah. eye. Yes. Um, so, so, uh, it almost kind of feels like being shot out of a cannon. Like as soon as you're on stage, then it's like, go. 
and you just keep rolling nonstop and you don't have a chance to really go backstage and gather your thoughts and take stock of what to do next. You just have to be ready to go on to the next thing, which is, I think, similar to what, what these call center operators have to do too. You have to just be on your feet and be ready to go. And that's what doing this play kind of feels like. It kind of feels just like being shot out of a cannon. Yeah. And, uh, wow. That's so how did you get this role? How did I get this role? Um, the artistic director of Victory Gardens um, is Che Yu. Mm-hmm. And Che uh, spent a number of years in New York as yes, well, he did, yeah. uh, which is which is where I'm from. And um, Che uh, had seen me in a number of different productions over the years. Um, uh, I did a play two years ago in New York called Invasion, which was an amazing script um which is actually coming to chicago so because I, I i was reading your in your bio it was in there and it's one of the few i haven't seen because i've been around a while <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah make make sure let me, let me plug okay. invasion um written by Jonas hassan kamiri uh and it is coming to chicago this summer um and it is being produced by a chicago company called silk road oh silk road yes, yes. they do terrific work yeah yeah. Excellent. Right. Um, so I did this play two years You're gonna ago. You're going to be in it? Um, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Um, I'm going to be um, probably in Los Angeles this summer. But um, but please go see this play because it's a brilliant play. And one of my disconnect castmates will be in it this okay. summer here in Chicago. Kamal, who plays Avinash. He's going to be in Invasion in Chicago. Um Right. But anyway, so Che saw me in Invasion in New York City two years ago. Um, and Che also saw me in a play I did in New York at the signature, at the signature theater called Queens Boulevard, which was a Chuck Me play. Um, Che also saw me in a play called Bird in the Hand, written by Jorge Ignacio Cortinas. Um, that was about five, six months ago. Um, so, uh, Che had been familiar with my work in New York and um, he got in touch with me about this, this piece um, that was being done at Victory Gardens. He, he, um, he reached out to me and, and uh, sent the script to me. And um, that's, that's how, that's how it happened. That's an actor's dream, right? No audition when they call you and offer you the, the, what effect is the starring role in a, in a play, right? That's when I saw, when I, when I read the script and, um, uh, and I, I, I knew about, what an amazing artist Che is. He, you know, he's a playwright and a director, and now he's an artistic director here. Just what a smart theater artist he is. Um, and what he's doing here at Victory Gardens. Um, I, I was excited to be part of it. And also, I have just heard amazing things about the Chicago theater community. And I was so curious to experience it for myself. And so I am so, so very glad that I came here. That's starting to happen. I mean, I mean, a number a number of our actors go on to New York, mm-hmm. particularly those that are you know specialized in musicals. Right, but boy, a lot of them come back, and the New York actors are coming back and auditioning for Chicago shows. The Chicago yeah. theater scene is pretty awesome. I've 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 been here a little over five weeks now, and um, I have. Uh, just been exposed to some really talented, talented artists and. Um, 
I've seen some stuff too. I saw I saw a play called The Aliens, which was produced at um A Red Orchid, yes. Exactly at yeah, Red Orchid. I know the play. Yeah, I was there. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Such a talented group of people on stage. The direction was great. I, I was watching it, I was like, Wow, Chicago theater is pretty fantastic and i'm so pleased to be here and be part of this community for for just several weeks well you i'm sure you'll be back i hope so and if they and if they they call you and if it's from chicago i'm sure you you'll your eyes will light up and you'll say yeah for sure yeah. for sure so tell us about your background i mean you've done some major films i mean you did a film with with morgan freeman and de niro mm -hmm. and uh did a lot of TV stuff, a lot of our, our top, The Sopranos, Law mm -hmm. & Order, and mm -hmm. wow. So tell us about how, how you get involved with, with that. How did I get involved with that? Um, well, uh, I, so I live in New York, mm -hmm. and um, uh, I, I, have, I have been fortunate to um, really have um, a varied varied number of opportunities in TV and in film and in stage, um, as an actor in New York. And, um, I feel like in a lot of ways they all inform one another, whether, whether you're playing a particular role on stage, you learn so much about yourself as an actor that could help you when you're doing a film and you're opposite like Morgan Freeman or whatever, or if you're doing a TV but, but show. But what you bring from what a lot of film casting directors uh, have told me and mm -hmm. other directors is they love stage trained actors. That's true. Because they know how to get in character. They can learn lines because there's a lot of very famous, so I won't name them film only actors who can't even learn lines and they they mime them and talk them into later and then they splice them together i don't know if you're aware of that right yeah. right so they they really like uh, taking people with with stage training i have found that i have found that to be true um i have a number of really talented stage actor friends in new york city who have who have gone on to deliver fantastic performances in tv work and in film work so i i do i do think that there is a great um respect for stage training so where did you get your training um i went to columbia in in new york okay columbia university in new york um but uh, i didn't i didn't study theater there i was studying public health and psychology um which i guess psychology is sort of related oh yes i would um, think so yeah so uh so you your parents wanted you to have a day job then yes of, of course <laughs> yeah you know i uh i feel like any parent <laughs> would hope that that their child uh does something where they'll find stability and and uh a safety net yeah. um so uh so yeah but I, I i i did well in psychology in high school and i was really drawn to it and so i felt like that would be a good thing to study in school um in college because uh it could apply to a lot of different career paths so so how how, how did acting how'd you get the bug how did i get the bug yeah. i i had done plays um in theater all the way through school ever since i was little so um, that was like your extracurricular in it high was school kind of like an extracurricular well here's uh someone actually asked me this very question at one of our post-show discussions okay and um so uh the the real answer is that when i was very very little i had a very pronounced stutter and because of that, I was a painfully shy child who did not like being in front of people, did not enjoy speaking in front of people. Um, I was very much inward and in my shell. And so my dad 
encouraged me to pursue any sort of activity that required public speaking or required being in front of people that required breaking through my shyness. Um, Acting is certainly the ultimate of that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, um, so I started doing plays from a very young age um, as, as nudged by my dad to overcome my shyness. Yeah. I wonder if he realizes what kind of a monster he created. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's proud of you now because you, you've done all right. Right, right, <laughs> right. No, my dad is, my dad is wonderful and he, he is very proud and very supportive. Um, but that is, I guess, that is kind of how the bug began when I started okay. doing plays as a young kid. To, and the stutter um, went away, I imagine. Yes. I haven't heard it. Yes, the stutter. If, if actually, if you come to the play, um, during some of the more desperate moments in my character's journey, you may actually hear it peeking through. Um, but, yeah, okay. but, but yeah, I, I, I did go to, um, uh, uh, a speech therapist who was who was at my elementary school um to um to combat my stutter and my shyness and whatnot so now we're finding out why you're so articulate i well thank you thank you um i, I said in my review that you were almost too articulate for the role and uh, I, and sort of a, i was kind of asking a question that uh -huh, way is uh -huh. that really you know that accurate because you sounded so accurate especially so chicago Mm, good, good, yeah. good. Yeah, no, I, you know, and, and part of, part of, you know, having a good ear is, you know, just kind of, you know, during my time that I've been in Chicago, I just kind of been walking around listening to how people talk because, you know, um, Chicago speech patterns and cadences are very different than, you know, New York. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we so. know the New York when we hear it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So I was doing a lot of that. And, um, and the character I'm playing in this show, he's, he's a really, really smart guy. Yeah. And, um, he is someone who, uh, excels at what he does. And that includes capturing, um, the speech patterns he needs to have. Well, you, you should be proud of the role, I think. I think you've done a terrific job. Thank you so much. We're running out of time, and I always ask this question. Okay. What's, what kind of roles would you want to do that you haven't done yet? I, I would say that um, roles that are similar to the one I'm playing now in this play in the sense that they're presenting three-dimensional human beings that are beyond um a stereotype or a cliche and as often happens particularly for actors of color um a lot of the roles that come your way or are offered to you or that you audition for are um potentially stereotypical and cliched so yeah. so the roles that are three-dimensional and meaty and show actual rounded human beings okay. Any role like that is what I... Sounds like the classic. Sounds like Shakespeare and Shaw and Oscar Wilde. And, any of that. Yeah. Any of that would be fantastic. Yeah. Well, keep up the good work and, and uh, welcome to Chicago. And I, I'm sure we haven't seen the last of you. Thank you and so folks, much. And folks, thanks for listening and go see a play this week. Mm -hmm.